Well, it looks like we're at episode five of season three. Welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. As you've been listening to season three about the power of a business of you, what has been coming up regarding what that means for you and your business? Have you been thinking about your business and maybe even looking at your brand and positioning, you know, a little bit differently? Have you been trying out any of the tactics offered by some of my guests? Or has the season stirred more longing for you to try something a little more personally branded to your passion? Regardless, if you're a listener, thank you. And I hope what I share in these episodes helps you move closer to enjoying your biggest dreams for your business and your life as a solopreneur. Now, in this episode, I want to share with you my story. No, not my whole life story. (laughs) I don't think there's enough data on my hard drive for that. (laughs) What I want to share with you, though, is what's going on with me and my business right now, because it's pertinent to this season's theme. I'll start with the vision. I am augmenting my business with a coaching and events component that I'm really excited about. You know, the kind of excited that's rooted in passion and enthusiasm and the stay up all night thinking and planning it excited. And I'm also a bit freaked out about it. A lot, actually. Why? Oh, the usual reasons, you know, failing, screwing it up, not having any success from it, putting myself out there in a raw and real way and having nobody care (laughs) or getting rejected, you know, the usual stories I have in my head that have kept me playing small my entire 13 plus years I've been in business as a solopreneur. So let me give you a quick little backstory of my business as a solopreneur. In the event you haven't already heard me, you know, like that you don't know my history or have heard me talk about it in detail. Uh, It'll help you understand why this is such a big thing for me right now. Okay, so just as a side note, I really want this podcast to have authenticity and vulnerability. And yes, this episode, I will be showing you my soft underbelly. The reason why is that if I don't share what I'm scared about, what I'm, you know, struggling with, how is it going to help soothe someone who is going through a similar challenge? So if I'm constantly like projecting this strong, capable rock star image, you know, so not true, by the way, uh, after a while, it kind of becomes tired and like trite. The information shared no longer has impact or influence because it becomes repetitive and, you know, self-promoting. So I want to do damage to that by being more me and sharing my personal thoughts and struggles as I navigate my own solopreneur business. 
I've tried to do that on every episode, but this one, I'm really going deep. Okay, so back to my backstory. (laughs) Back to my backstory. (laughs) My entire career, the way I've supported myself my whole adult life has always been based on my skill set as a graphic designer and copywriter. That's what my degree and certifications are in, and pretty much what every job I've ever been hired to has asked of me. I did everything from like customer service rep at a commercial printer to a graphic designer at a newspaper, uh, working at an agency, leading accounts, uh, leading a web team at Marriott. It was always about the tactical execution of a tangible marketing or communications deliverable. You know, websites, logos, brochures, lead magnets, uh, sales funnels, scripts, ebooks, illustrations, presentations, videos. I mean, you name it. I created it. I was constantly learning new trades, new techniques, and self-educating on anything and everything that touched business development, branding, and marketing. Now, in 2006, I was laid off of my job after six years working for Marriott International. They were doing massive layoffs and outsourcing as much as possible due to, you know, the economic changes that many people were suffering with uh, through the mid to late 2000s. When I tried to replace that job with another, it was a real struggle. I just couldn't find anything. The economic downturn was hitting everyone hard. And this was less than two years after my husband Chuck passed away from cancer. So it was not a great time of my life, let me tell you. And Marriott had been like a life raft for me after that tragedy. And when the layoff happened, I mean, it was, I was totally blindsided. I was dest- it destroyed my confidence and my sense of security. And I just had this feeling of desperation of being so alone. And I had no idea what to do. You know, especially when I couldn't find a replacement job at even a lower salary. I mean, I was willing to earn a lot less just to get that replacement job. I mean, I'd always had a corporate job in some capacity, worked for a company, a small company or a big company. And I even thought about going back to school to like get another degree in like writing or whatever. But I decided against it when I saw how much tuition was. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I can remember when I went to art school back in 1980. Yes, that's how long it's been since I went to college, my first college anyway. And I think it was like $700 a quarter. It was so it was so cheap. It was unbelievable. Anyway, oh my gosh, it was crazy. Just thinking back, I was like, I have no idea how kids pay for school today. No wonder there's so much so much debt that people carry into their careers. It's amazing. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting off track. So while I was searching for, you know, that full-time job, I decided to freelance as a web designer. You know, it was something easy, right? I enjoyed designing websites, but I really didn't have a lot of experience getting work as a freelancer because I'd always worked in a business, you know, a corporate environment. And they always said, okay, you know, here's what, what you're supposed to do and everything. I had my job description and I just didn't think about it. So it was quite a few steps backward in my career, you know, because at Marriott, I'd been a bonus level director leading other people on this big team that was their whole web department. So I went from making like over a hundred thousand with like incredible benefits to an hourly rate. Are you ready for this? Of seventeen fifty and no benefits or insurance. (laughs) Oh my God, right. 
That's right. I said $17.50 an hour. <laughs> oh my God. So the first freelance gig that I got was from an ad. You're going to love this. It was an ad I placed in my neighborhood online classifieds. <laughs> oh my God. As I think back to this, I'm just like flabbergasted that I actually stooped to this level. And this was my ad. It said, 50% off for Baldwin Park residents on website design. And I lived in this community. It was called Baldwin Park. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I'm cracking myself up just remembering what I did to just kind of cope. Um, the hourly rate that I felt that I was worth at the time, I just arbitrarily set it at 35 bucks an hour. So that's where I got the 1750. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm laughing so much on this. It's ridiculous. So, but it's what happened. It's what it's how I was dealing with it. And the funny thing is, I got my first client that way. It was a neighbor and he saw the ad and he had a big company and he's like, hey, we need a new website. And you know what's even funnier? He still reaches out to me for work and has repeatedly given me work since 2006. It's amazing. And he's actually a really good friend. Um Anyway, although I don't charge $35 an hour anymore, in fact, I've learned hard lessons about charging hourly, but I'll get to that on some other podcast. So that gave me a little boost in confidence, that first gig. And slowly, referrals from people that I knew or had worked with at Marriott, who also you know, were getting laid off, they were starting their own businesses, and that work started flowing my way. It was incredible how it all unfolded. I never advertised again, and every new client I got was from a referral stream that kept me busy year after year. I expanded what I was doing into branding, copywriting, marketing, print collateral, design. I even was doing video. And before I knew it, I was running a full-service boutique creative services firm, all based on my skills and experience. And it was like everything seemed great, right? I mean, I had all that freedom. I had my own business. I was doing all this work. But here's the thing, I was still stuck in a technician's role. I was at my computer creating, designing, coding, and copywriting. I was going on locations uh, to video clients. I started doing qualitative interviews over the phone and compiling research that created new marketing campaigns and strategies. And you know, the more people I worked with, the more business challenges and markets I learned. It was pretty cool, actually. I had clients in transportation, education, healthcare, telecom. I mean, you name it, I got to learn it. So I could do it, really. But I was doing all of the work and running my business. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. This season's theme is all about building a business based on your expertise and what makes you, well, you. Why? Because that's where the money is. But here's the thing. Figuring out what makes you distinct from everyone else is hard because you don't see yourself the way people need to in order to buy from you. Life is perceptual, and if you're not communicating who you are and what you do in a way that your ideal client goes yes and hires you, you're leaving money on the table a lot. So if you'd like help figuring out how to make your brand, your you, stand out, I can help. Book a free brand session with me by visiting pappychat.com. I'll tell you what you're doing well, but more importantly, where you may be missing opportunities to convert your target audience into paying clients. 
you'll come away with insights that will give you greater confidence in your brand and marketing. Book your brand session with me at pappychat.com and make your brand a slam dunk with those you're meant to serve. Book yours now. That's P-A-P-P-Y-C-H-A-T.com. I started seeing patterns in how ill-informed my clients typically were about their customers. You know, they come to me for a website or a branding and they're like, okay, I want it this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's talk about your customer because I'm very customer focused in all the work that I do. And so that expanded my offerings to do the qualitative research that I mentioned. It also inspired me to rebrand my company's name from when I started out. I just called it Terry Pappy Creative Services. And, you know, now doesn't that scream freelancer, right? <laughs> to what it is now, which is Better Three. Now, a lot of people ask me, well, you know, where did Better Three come from? What does it mean? And it came from a new model I created that drove all of my marketing deliverables. Better understanding of the customer because my clients just didn't really have a good grasp on who their customer was and what their world was like. And then uh, the second is better communications. And that's because most of the people came to me, they had really, really bad collateral or websites or their stuff was just dated, incomplete. It looked unprofessional. It was a mess. And then the third being better relationships, which result in long-term customer value. Because if you're focusing on the relationship, then you're gonna get the referral business. So it's gonna reduce your marketing costs and gonna make everything a lot easier. So that's where Better3 came from. And it was the driving force behind the creative strategies I now use in my business, which really became more concrete and really in just the last two years. Now, fast forward to today, I am still an implementer, but I don't implement one thing until I take my clients through a KISS marketing map. That's my tool that I use to do the strategy. It's an assessment of their business, which builds a strategic plan, and it drives all the deliverables and tactics. So I won't build or make anything without doing this strategy first, because everybody who comes to me, they don't have a strategy. It's simple, right? I mean, you want to start with a strategy before you move forward. Well, years before this got formalized, I never charged for it or distinguished it as a product. Well, now I do. I've built the Better3 brand on creative marketing implementation that's grounded in this custom strategy based on what each client wants for their business. I've evolved into a creative strategist who can implement super fast and get a client attracting new business in weeks when I use this method. It's a proven deliverable that's transformed many of my clients' entire businesses. Now, because it is so strong and solid in offering, I'm fearful that this new chapter is going to do to it, you know, how it's gonna affect it. I'm not stopping the implementation of, you know, the tactics portion of my business. However, I do want to grow the strategic side of my business. I want to do more coaching, training, and hold live events designed to help business owners use creativity to improve their products, their delivery, or even their entire business model. Oh my God, and I'm super passionate about it. I feel I'm at a place in my career where I am ready to step into more of a powerful role as a guide to my clients. And that's an important role for me. Yet, I'm going to be totally honest with you here. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that people will only want to work with me for the deliverables I create. 
that they want that intangible thing for their money. You know, they want the website, the sales funnel, the branding, the lead generation and nurture series. I have this story in my head that intangibles, especially my intangibles, are going to be challenging to offer and sell, that they won't be as easy to convey because they're not a thing per se. You know what I mean? That people want me for my tactical creations, not my business guidance or coaching. And this is what is crazy about it. It's all a story in my freaking head. And this story is rooted in my entire life as a creative technician. So it makes perfect sense why I'd be nervous about putting myself out there as an expert guide for strategy, for confidence building, for creative inspiration, and for helping other business owners break through barriers that keep them playing small. My resistance to this entire effort of my new offering is keeping me stuck, distracted, and it's delaying producing the platform and putting myself out there. Plus, I've always kind of hid inside my company, Better3. This new offering is putting myself out there in an entirely different way. Now, in essence, I'm the product, not what I create. And that is freaking scaring me. So here we are, my confession and soft underbelly exposed. You now know what I'm dealing with in my life right now. I can't offer you much of a conclusion as I'm kind of in the midst of moving this forward and getting it done and out into the world. But don't worry, I'm not going to let myself get away with procrastination or excuses. This is happening. Just by talking about it right now on this episode, I'm committing to you that I will get it done. And I will make it happen, fear and all. It's important to me. There are so many people out there that I know I can help because I know my shit. I've been through a lot in the nearly 40 years of doing this work. And let me tell you, there's a lot left in me to give before I'm done. You know, I can't help others if I don't share my story and if I don't break through my own barriers to get to the other side. I want to feel both sides of the journey so I can have more empathy for those just starting their journey. So what makes everything I just shared fit into this season about the power of a business of you? This new venture I'm creating is all about me leveraging the power of a business of me. <laughs> I'm putting me out there more. I'm basing this part of my business on my biggest passion, creativity. I'm risking everything by positioning myself as an expert guide offering intangibles not just a technician building an asset that can be, you know, replaced like a commodity. I'm stepping into the person I've been creating my entire life and allowing her to do what she does best, inspire, guide, and create. And as scary as it is to me, I am unbelievably excited about it and I can't wait. And thank you for listening and allowing me the space to, you know, pour my heart out. You know, here are my final thoughts to you. As you continue listening to the rest of this season, the interviews, the additional shows I'll be doing, ask yourself where you may be holding back in your business. What story are you telling yourself that is keeping you playing small? What can you get rid of in your business that isn't satisfying anymore? And what can you add to your work that will make you feel the passion you used to? 
You know, people want to do business with people who love what they do and show it. If you're not loving what you do, if you're not feeling energized and eager to serve others who need your expertise, it may be time to get a little creative and take a fresh look at the work that you do. You deserve to be happy and fulfilled by what you do. That's why being a solopreneur is the easiest way to achieve that state of mind and make unlimited income doing so. Use your business to deliver yourself and what makes you, you to the world. It's what I'm working on. So why don't you join me? Let's do it together. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.